From the PSIA, AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and we are on the ELC Part 4. We're going to be focusing on senior specialist and other specialist opportunities. Joining us this morning, we have uh, PSIA, AASI Director of Education, Dave Schuling, as well as Kim Petram from the Northwest and Brad Miller from Central. Thanks, everybody, for taking the time out to chat this morning. Thank you, George. Dave, let's start with you. Just give us a little introduction of the specialty programs. Sure, you bet, George. We're continually looking for other opportunities, educational opportunities for our membership that um, are maybe, um, well, they, they move somewhat parallel, but go, go lateral in, in learning and professional development than say our traditional certification tracks of level one, level two, level three. So the specialist programs are actually assessment-based certificate programs and currently we offer, as most of us know, children's specialist one and two and freestyle specialist one, two, and three as national credentials and currently um, there are now five divisions that are offering Senior Specialist Program. And Brad, you recently brought in the Senior Specialist Program to Central. Um, can you tell us how you did that and why you did that? Um, well, thanks, George. That's a, that's a great question. Um, during our uh, executive director interview, we interviewed a gentleman named Thomas Chappay, and he had brought up one of the things he'd like to do would be to start a Senior Specialist Program. And um, during one of our board meetings, Ed Younglove um, had listened to us talk about that. And he went, you know, instead of you guys starting one and trying to create a new wheel, Northwest already has one. And he put us in touch with Kim. And Julie Nitschke from our board jumped all over that and um, went out to Northwest and worked with Kim and the group out there. And we're going to be offering this year's senior specialist program that is um, exactly pretty much like Northwest for consistency. And we've already gotten calls and emails about it. So it's, it's really exciting that we're able to offer an educational program um, like senior specialist. It sort of really models the children's specialist program that, that is a national standard right now. And it's, we're really excited about it, George. Kim, I've really enjoyed talking with you about this topic in the past. Um, can you tell us how you developed the program in the Northwest? And also, it's got to feel pretty good that uh, Central contacted you to um, work with you on bringing the program to their division. Thank you, George. Yes, it, it is great. It, it's it's terrific that we can be so collaborative across all of the divisions and, and share products that we're developing um, the, the Senior Specialist Program in the Northwest has been an evolution. It, it really came about because it was requested by the membership. They were looking for continued education in a realm where many of our members were sitting themselves, an, um, an, an aging clinician that was still perfectly capable and desired to remain on the snow, but maybe having some changes in their um, physical, um, anatomical um, um, body and looking for for um, 
for advice on, on how to adapt and manage that so that they could still stay on the snow all day long. So our, our program has evolved to the point that we've, we have a, a very skilled clinician body that, that produces this for our clientele. We um, have a lot of people that come from other divisions to take this specialist event. Um, and you know, as Dave said, we're up to five divisions now that are that are offering this. So, as we look future forward, we just continue to look at best practice and and curriculum that will will support the content. Dave, I love this. It's got to be exciting for national as well as the divisions because this is really right in line with what we've been talking about with the ELC, uh, with alignment and consistency. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's just, just the way you said that, George, is it, it's, it's not so much, well, I'll just say that we all make up national and, um, and this is, this is, you know, proving that by working together, we're, we're all kind of behaving nationally. And I think in the past it has been kind of national and the divisions, whereas um, now everyone's working together as one as we make up the National Association. So absolutely, um, it's, it's much better to collaborate and uh, use a massive pool of resources from around the entire country than to try to um, have eight different divisions creating um, sometimes eight different ways to do it. Now, Brad, how is this being received by your membership? Um, our our membership is really super excited about senior specialists. Um, you know, you you throw out the same educational offerings year after year, and it doesn't really help with the growth of education. Well, our our members for senior specialists have already been um, calling up. And emailing just through a couple of articles that Julie and I have um, put forth out of, out of our newsletter, it's been the it's been really exciting to see people come through with that. And um, really going back to Dave, uh, a lot of this is going on through working together with other divisions, whether rather than being your um, own little island. I know Michigan's a peninsula, but we're open on the south end, and. Uh, this has been great, and we've also got some other programs that we're sharing with National, too, um, that we're looking at doing in the future that work on the educational level. And this is these are really exciting times, and I think the development of this ELC is, has really been a launch pad for a lot of this, George. Now, Kim, I've got a question, uh, speaking with Brad about the reception from the membership about this. I'm curious, what's the demographic of the instructor who goes for this specialty? Well, that's that has been interesting. And in the Northwest, what we have clearly seen is that the the instructor demographic is, is that of what the senior specialist content is um, training towards. That's a, an older demographic. Um, our, our membership is um, incredibly skilled as across the Northwest, or sorry, across the nation, uh, but, but many are aging and they're looking for tactics for them to be able to, to remain active and to be 
active contributors to the sport and not be slowed down or even pushed off the mountain based on a level of disability. So one of the awesome things about the senior specialist curriculum is that we do talk about, just like in children, real and ideal movement patterns and how you adjust tactically for something real that's happening in front of you or or to you. Um, I think that as we look for ways to keep our membership engaged, part of that is to help them as well be physically able to participate in the in the instructor process and continue relationships with the client. So having opportunities outside of certification-based opportunities is very, very important to us. And Dave, I think it's really interesting to see how PSIA, AASI is growing with our population. You know, I remember back in the 80s teaching when uh, people who were 65 and older used to get a free pass. I mean, this is something I see happening across all sports, running, cycling, where, I mean, the aging demographic is really a great market that we're, we're bringing in. Uh, for sure. Absolutely, George. And the, uh, on, on both sides of the spectrum, as Brad mentioned, some exciting program that that Central's working on is is the kind of the opposite of, of the senior specialist demographic, which is a junior instructor program, and uh, with the idea of, of of getting younger folks involved in understanding what snow sport teaching snow sports is all about, maybe even before they they head off to college, and then their um, the idea there is they get excited about it, they're they're maybe potentially become members and they get some skills and they can come back during during their school breaks from school and teach skiing and snowboarding and then um, and then realize that they might want to stay in the game a little bit longer and 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 have a go at at, at teaching a little bit longer but uh, it's a really cool program and that I, Brad can maybe speak a little bit more to it that's that's certainly in development but um, but just a great way to expand our horizons with demographics and, and a growing membership. And Brad, I do think that's really exciting because I have noticed some of the, the juniors and my daughter, in fact, um, going for their level ones at 15, 16 years old. Exactly, Dave. Um, we looked at that uh, junior program that was brought up at one of our board members is, is a really important part of our demographics, especially in the Midwest uh, where we have a lot of day lodges where just bus loads of kids from schools from the bigger cities come in and the availability of instructors is not always that great. So you're using younger instructors and to just send them out blindly, um, you know, it can be a liability to a resort and more importantly to their customers. So we're looking at ways to address that. We're also working with area management a little bit on the program we're looking at. So it's not just something that is instructor-based. We're really looking at the, the thing holistically. And, and when, we're, when we have this done, which will be at our August board meeting, I believe we'll be able to present that to national to take a look at and, again, share it. Um, so, you know, again, it, it's super important that, that we have a conduit for ideas. And ones that might not work, and ones that might work great for everyone. 
and that's kind of where we're at. So, and Kim, let's have you pitch in on this as well. I'd love to hear your opinion on junior program. Um, I think junior programs are vital in the Northwest. We have a lot of concession schools and looking for the right mix. The person that wants to be there is important. And often it is a a younger person who's either been in lessons and is looking to move out of that environment or they are the children of instructors. I think we've we've all experienced that. I know my son um, attained his level two at age 16 and only because he was immersed in the the, the Alpine world pretty much his whole life, and that was the pathway that was offered to him. Um, I think a really important um, thing that the ELC is doing right now is, is acknowledging that what may seem obvious, but maybe we've, we've slightly uh, you know, drifted to the left a little bit, that we are an educational body. We're, we're not necessarily... Well, we certify that that is a means to an end, and it's the educational journey that's most important. It's important to me. I think it's important to everyone, especially the ELC. And um, and and what we're really looking at is what would what would a collection of curriculum look like, right? As we as we create master teachers and an ability to recognize master teachers via some sort of a certificate process. And that collection is, is growing as we look at seniors, as we look at juniors, as we look at, um, you know, a master teachers. We have the, the learning connection now where we're really, really trying to focus on people, people skills, teaching skills. I think it's tremendous that you just see where we've grown in that area where we're, dri- we're driving to what do teaching skills look like and how do you measure that and how do you train to that so we can have just really um, thoughtful and, and well-educated instructors, which only helps the client, right, and helps our mountain management um, grow as, as businesses. And I'm not directing this at any one of you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, though, because this I liked how Kim brought up the education journey because even if an instructor maybe doesn't especially have the goal of getting their specialist. This is really opening up a lot of training opportunities to help people uh, develop in their children's teaching and in their seniors' teaching. And I think that would give uh, your staff much more opportunity to get lessons in Excel. Well, Dave, I think, or George, I think it really does. Um, it's it's a pretty cool cool thing. And, and I take a look at the seniors. There's a lot of um, folks that have uh, retired from their jobs that are up here teaching part-time and they started skiing later in their life. And the option to be a level three isn't necessarily there, but the option to work with seniors and children's and have that uh, certificate in children's or seniors or potentially juniors is really super. And if we look at it non-educationally and maybe so certificate based, maybe we'd lose those people. So that education is super important. It's, it's retaining our, our members and, and getting new members. And, and that's really, really an important feature. Yeah, George, we're looking to continue to seek opportunities for all types of um, professional development, basically. And Tim mentioned the learning connection. The Learning Connection is a great framework to 
to look at what a balanced instructor could be and identify maybe some areas where you could look for professional development. You may come into the instruction world maybe having been a, a strong skier or snowboarder, maybe from a competitive background or something like that, but you need to kind of work on, on your ability to interact with people and, and, in, and teach and convey information to people or vice versa. You may come in from with a strong background in interpersonal skills and or maybe you were a school teacher and you need to work, focus kind of in the performance elements of, of, of skiing or riding. And so it's the learning connection, which is actually the out, outlined in our new teaching snow sports manual, talks about the people skills, teaching skills, and technical skills in such a way that it's really kind of opened us up for a ton of opportunities and to expand our curriculum in specifically in teaching and people skills, which is very exciting. Now, in closing, I'd just like to get some final thoughts from each of you on this. Kim? Um, final thoughts. I, I think that we are at an evolutionary position right now with the organization as we look at, at um, people, either the person taking the lesson or our own membership and instructor base. We're, we're at a tremendous point where we're really delivering educational products that are helping our, our membership grow in ways that we just haven't offered before. And it's exciting to see. I look forward to the future. Brad? Um, I think we're at an exciting uh, point in time right now. It's our organization. Um, we're taking a look at the draft of the new teaching manual. Um, it, it's really a book on interacting with your customers and making them a major part of the learning process. And I think that's, that's a big step forward. And I also feel that just working together with other divisions rather than working against them, um, or not against them, but maybe separate from them, I think those days are gone. Um, and I, I just think there's a lot of great opportunities uh, for our organization um, with what's going on right now. And, and as a um, senior myself, I'm pretty excited about the seniors program. Um, and as Kim had mentioned earlier, um, the CAP model, really applies to that and I, I think there's great things ahead for us Dave your closing thoughts certainly George thanks yeah as we were kind of rounding out this four-part series uh, coming off of our our face-to-face -face June ELC meeting certainly not the close of of, of more great discussions to come but uh, it is incredibly exciting where we're going, and as mentioned on a few of the other podcasts, not only is the ELC talking and meeting on a regular basis, we have each of our eight discipline task forces, discipline meaning you know, anything that we offer a national standard for, so that would be children specialists, freestyle specialists, of course, then adaptive, alpine, snowboard, telemark, cross-country, and um, in the adaptive world, we certainly have alpine and snowboard. And all of those task forces, and when I say task force, it's, it's a representative from each division that is coming together at an 
so-called national table. And it, it's just amazing the work that these volunteers are putting to kind of set us on this amazing course for uh, collaboration. And we've, we're really adopting and, and owning the three C's concept of, of great communication, uh, collaboration, of course, as I mentioned, and then consolidating all of our resources. So uh, as Ken and, and Brad mentioned, it's, it's, it's an amazing time right now for our association and our membership. Well, Dave Schuling, I really want to thank you for putting in the time and effort to bring these ELC podcasts together. And Kim Petram and Brad Miller, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, George. Thank you all. Thanks, George. Thank you. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.